Yo, I love bread, I love carbs, but I'm trying to eat less of the carbs and just have that tasty, tasty bread, and that's why I have with Hero Bread, okay? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. Hero's resolutions are like uh, get healthier with our new recipe, which uses antioxidant-rich olive oil, which has been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize risk of heart disease. Make more croissants. Ooh, I love me some croissants. They plan to have available each month through 2024 and bake more new products, okay? I love the tortillas because I'm always throwing all my leftovers in tortillas and the fact that I can get it in a healthier version. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code chaser10 at checkout. That's C H A S E R 10 at H E R O.C. What's up, y'all? This episode of No Chaser is brought to you by goodybrand.com. If you didn't know, we got a lot of fire gear, hats, shirts. And some more fire coming. So make sure you always go to goodybrand.com. That's right. We got these shits right now dropping for Valentine's Day. Wait, when do these drop exactly? Um, On the 6th. On the 6th. So this... February 6th. February... It, it, what do they say, Rick? It says, fumbled another talking stage. This is for the Valentine's haters mm-hmm. who can't, can't keep nobody. But we got something for the lovers, too. We got all that shit. We got exclusive uh, Tim shirts of the month that drop every month. Some weird ass, random ass designs that pop into my head. That's one of them right there. It's a calculator that says titties on it. <laughs> we got a bunch of weird shit coming from my brain. Drop at the end of every month. So check that out. Goodybrand.com. Yep. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. I can't do anything. Just take, take a, a look. look. It's in a book. It's a reading rainbow. What else is after that? Uh, I can't do anything. <laughs> That's What's up, y'all? Starts, yeah. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Shot the Wrong Suit. I'm Ricky Shucks. Man, uh, and I'm Nikki Blades. We have no Nikki Blades today because. Uh, I fucked up some scheduling and shit, so <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me and Rick. Sorry about that. You can't. You can stare at my cleavage. Uh, you can look at Rick's legs. My shirt's not low cut enough today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, normally we try to give y'all uh, a little eye candy, and we still gonna give you some eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> some dry candy. Some, some dry- <laughs> the dry candy. Yeah, not gonna lie. I, I pulled my leg up. I immediately regretted it. Because I wasn't anticipating <laughs> having the ankle out today. That's hilarious. Um, I was going to tell you, man, something crazy um, before we bring in our, our special guest, right? Because mm. you know how I like to talk about dreams and shit, right? Mm. Um, so the other night, I had something happen to me in a dream that's never happened before, bro. It was crazy. Okay. So I was sitting on a Ferris wheel. With this white dude with long hair. Damn, I should have reacted to that. <laughs> and, That's crazy. <laughs> a Ferris wheel. A white dude. And he Get was like, <laughs> he was like, yo, Tim. He was like, yo, freestyle for me, right? In my mm-hmm. dream. So I'm about to freestyle some shit. And don't bring up, are you going to bring up? No. <laughs> Fine, bring him up. Fuck it. No, I'm still after laughing this, my after head. This. So in my, in my head, I'm about to freestyle, right? In the dream. <laughs> So in my head, I'm preparing bars to say, but as I was about to spit for this dude, she woke me up. Something woke me up. 
So I woke up with the shit on the tip of my tongue, mm -hmm. right? So it was a trip because I'm like, I had a thought in dream world that stayed in my brain when I Can't woke remember. up. And yeah. I was about to say, yo, this is so random sitting on a Ferris wheel with this dude and we tandem or some shit like that. And I woke up and I had the shit on like the tip of my lips, right? Yeah. And then no pause. And I remember just <laughs> feeling like it was a trip because it felt like almost if I had something in my hand in my dream and I yeah. woke up and it was there, you know? Yeah, it's dreams is getting weird like that. I've been doing <laughs> shit like that. I I have this thing where I kind of like, I'm awake, but I'm dreaming. I'm asleep, but I'm awake. Mm. And if I move... I'm out the dream, but then I could fall back into it, but I see it like a split line, like the fucking virtual reality thing I showed you the other day. Damn. So like when I'm here, it's my room. Yeah. And then I start to fall and I start seeing the dream. Wow. Yo, that I just got crazy. the chills. Man. You know, I believe in like dreams being parallel universes and dog. That, so. That's what the fuck it feels like. Wow. But nothing good happens. Not yet. Yeah. And I'm fat in both. Damn. That's the part I don't like. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Maybe maybe you need to um lose weight. No. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what it's all about. <laughs> so, damn dog. <laughs> Don't even change your dreams no more. <laughs> Y'all like that misdirection? That's what you call misdirection. That's real jokes, homie. Um, all right, so well shit, let's bring in our special guest, man. Speaking of uh speaking of uh bars and, and music and uh and Making dreams come true, um, then then you can tell us about the the tell tell, tell us not, why the, no, the white dude I'm laughed. Not go into no, it. no, go into we've it. Been it. We've been over it before. Yeah, I know. Okay, real quick, that made Rick laugh. I don't know if y'all have heard this story before. You probably we talked about it on the podcast, but there was a long time ago when I was at Universal Studios performing for some shit, right? And there was <laughs> there was some people freestyling, and this there was a white boy with long hair. He had a fucking denim vest on, and he was spitting some bars. He was cooking. Tim was jealous of the motherfucker, boy, and he will not admit it to this day. That nigga was hurt, and that's who was on that Ferris wheel with him. I was not hurt. That nigga was hurt. I could do that. I wasn't mad at this dude. He was. He was all right. Exactly. That was the vibe. Oh man. Yeah, one Funny good shit. line, Professor X like, nah, okay, bro. whatever. All this shit was cooking. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't remember him and his gold brown hair and his denim vest, whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right, but anyways, today's special guest comes all the way from Canada, Toronto to be exact. Wait, are you from like Toronto, Toronto? Or are you from the outskirts like Brampton and shit? Mississauga. Oh wow, look at these motherfuckers always trying to claim Toronto, bruh. <laughs> Uh, nah, you've probably seen him online. He always going viral with his his music, like little parodies and and, and remixes that he does. Um, I've known him for a minute. I met him in Toronto, yeah? Or did we meet online? Well, shit, I don't know, dog. Well, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Make some noise for I Am Trezor. Yeah. What's up, dog? Wow, this is nice, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, you were at the old studio. studio. You stopped by the old studio. Now you're yeah. in the new studio. I did definitely. What's up, y'all? What's, What's up, up, dog? Um, you wanna you wanna little sip on something? One thing about me, I'm gonna never say no. Oh, okay. Sip. Wow. So well, yeah, good, good, good for you. This is a very um, you know, uh, big moment for me. This is like a 
I wouldn't say bucket list because bucket list sounds kind of very serious. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, a, you know, a big thing for me because I've been watching y'all like literally from the beginning. I was like 16. <sighs> oh, shit. Thanks, Tim, man. one of the first YouTubers ever I've been watching, watched all the vlogs from like back when you lived at the apartment. Like ah, you were dang, your old shorty type. And Rick, you have a part to play in like my beginnings on the Internet. You probably don't know. I, tell so. Us. Like way, way back in the day, you know, back when, um, when if you liked a video from your account, it would go on your feed and your subscribers would see it. Yes. Mm. I sent you a video on Twitter and you liked it from your account. Oh, shit. And I got like 6,000 views and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was like my second video ever. I was like, oh, I'm up. I'm like, I'm out of here, bro. When, when do I move to LA? <laughs> so, you know, that kind of kept me going yeah. at That's the beginning, up, bro. That's amazing, man. Definitely. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't like any of them, uh, so, uh, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> he, he was hating on you like he was hating on that white dude. Bro, <laughs> word, exactly, bro. I sent it to everybody. Every single to per- Of course, uh, I sent it, bro, when I say everybody, I meant every. <laughs> Buddy, bro. It's all right. Dislike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of like, man, remember when for y'all entertainment used to send their videos? Everybody through text was like, God, man, stop texting me other videos. Chat. <laughs> Shit, annoying, bro. All right. <laughs> you sipping this or you shooting this? What? It's up to you. It's on you. This is your show, dog. Well, it's my show, but it's your episode. I'll shoot it. This is kind of heavy, but. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it is heavy. It is a heavy shoot. Yeah. You want to water some? You say that now after it's done? <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea. It's kind of too late now. <laughs> we can get you a water, no, tell you, Yeah, let me get a water. Yeah, let me get a water real quick. <laughs> let me get a water. <laughs> Before I throw up on this couch. <laughs> we point it that way. You saw, you saw the heavy. Here, here this, one, this one just sip, all right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, man. Look, you coming out here to L.A. Got to be careful, bro. Moving too fast, you get lost in the sauce, dog. <laughs> As he pours the shot. It's <laughs> a sipper shot. Sipper. All right. So anyways, uh, well, I appreciate the flowers, bro. I appreciate that. Um, you know, uh, I feel like I've been following you for a minute. And um, and I just, I like to see the progression. Uh, I love to see uh, when the youngins are grinding and, 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 and you getting some love and some numbers off of that shit. I always see your shit randomly popping up on my timeline, even not on my, my account or not on your account, you know, cause I feel like a lot of people, when you got one that takes off, everyone rips it and re-uploads it. Um, uh, well tell the people what you do if they don't know what you do. Yeah. Well, I'm a content creator, um, a producer, artist, songwriter, host dj basically anything like anything entertainment wise i'm gonna do it because i just get bored of stuff and just start learning other stuff mm-hmm. and then kind of get good at it too and just do that you know I've, i feel like you you know what i'm talking about you feel I, feel me? I know i feel it man so like yeah i just but mainly i'm a content creator uh, a lot of people will know me mostly for i do a lot of song remixes and parodies a lot of jamaican remixes that's kind of the first thing that people mm-hmm. say is like the jamaican remixes but yeah I've been doing that for a minute since like high school. Do people? I feel like people are always telling you, you should make real music because the the look the comedy remixes you do go kind of hard, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, people always say, and I feel like it's it comes from a good place because you're like, yo, you need to drop real music. I have real music. <laughs> oh, it's there. Real? It's out. I have oh. hella songs out. Oh shit! But it's like <laughs> it, like the the content creation kind of overpowers it because I don't really like push it that heavy yeah, it's more like that goes, if yeah. you find it you find it type yeah. thing but like it's there like if one simple search on 
Apple Music or Spotify will solve all of those all of those questions. But it comes from a good spot, so I don't get mad when people say it. I'll just tell them, yeah, just look me up. <laughs> so now I, I got some. <laughs> I, got, I got some right here. And, and then they put it on and they're like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, I like the funny stuff. <laughs> see, but one thing about myself, I feel like, especially as a creator, you have to have the ability to see your art outside of yourself mm-hmm. to see if it's actually good or not. Because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people they'll just make stuff and like they're vibing to it, but you hear it and you're like, "Bro, there's no way you actually think that this is good." Mm-hmm. Like, I have the ability to where, like, if I'm making something, I'll listen to it. I'll be like. This is trash. Like, oh, I'm, not, same. I'm not doing this. I never like my own stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like it takes <laughs> I put a it while. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put it out. Trust me. I, I, some, fast, I gotta I gotta hear it like 10 times before I'm like, I this is all right. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like some but sometimes it'd be like that. I feel like there's just like a there's a, a quality standard that you hit that you're okay with putting out. Like you yourself may not think it's the best, but if it meets the standard you'll put it out because you know you don't like you don't know what everyone likes yeah i mean you're always going to be super critical of yourself you know and Mm -hmm. judge yourself harder than than other stuff i had to stop doing that though you know because i feel like you if you if you do that you'll never push it out you know what i'm saying and i know hella people like that that are super talented but never put anything out Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not that type of way i put things out so much like i'm one of those people that realistically i probably drop a video like every day i don't need to Mm. but i do just because i'm always creating and i don't like just having a a bank of things like what am i doing with that it's just sitting on a hard time. try it free for 30 days that's how they get you right there because 30 days sounds great free sounds even better until you realize that 30 days is not only enough time for you to try it it's also enough time for you to completely forget about the subscription and end up paying for it every single month even though you're not using it with rocket money you can change that with a few quick taps Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Now, over 80% of us have subscriptions that we forgot about. Streaming services you bought to watch one show or those free trials that I was talking about before. Now, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscription for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money and it saves the average person up to $720 a year. Can't be mad at that. Now, I've personally been using Rocket Money since it was called Truebill. I've been there for a minute, and it's come in very handy. Lots of free trials that I started that I completely forgot about that I was able to cancel right away thanks to Rocket Money. Um, And it's still helping me to this day because I'm still doing the exact same thing. So Rocket Money is definitely worth it. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash no chaser. That's rocketmoney.com slash no chaser. Say it one more time. Rocketmoney.com slash no chaser. We are trying to save money, right? And guess what? America's best value meal kit helps you do just that. Every plate is 15% cheaper than grocery shopping, which means you can put that money towards gifts for your girl, a night at the movies, or yourself. Maybe get yourself a little facial or something, all right? At first, I thought meal kits had to be expensive, but now I'm convinced that you can get the same convenience and deliciousness at a much lower price. Every plate's quality ingredients come pre-portioned to help you save money and reduce food waste. 
like that bag of minced greens you throw out every week? Come on, man. Every Plate recipes feature high-quality produce and ingredients delivered right to your front door and ready to eat in six simple steps. Choose between 25 weekly recipes from their ever-changing menu and even swap proteins and sides to your liking. Can't beat that with a baseball bat. Get your first box for just $149 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code NOCHASER149. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal on your first box by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code NOCHASER149. That's up to $110 value. Lit. So does Drake follow you? No. <laughs> Are you upset by that? No. Because I feel like he's a busy man. You know, he yeah. probably hasn't, like, you know, had the time to yeah. follow me. It's true, cool. Because I don't, I'm not really outside like that. Mm. So it's not like I really run into people. I've only seen Drake in person one time in my whole life. Oh, word? Yeah. Are you sick of people asking you about Drake when they find out you're from Toronto? Yo, I love bread. I love carbs, but I'm trying to eat less of the carbs and just have that tasty, tasty bread. And that's why I have with Hero Bread, okay? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. Hero's resolutions are like uh, get healthier with our new recipe, which uses antioxidant-rich olive oil, which has been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize risk of heart disease. Make more croissants. Ooh, I love me some croissants. They plan to have available each month through 2024 and bake more new products, okay? I love the tortillas because I'm always throwing all my leftovers in tortillas and the fact that I can get it in a healthier version. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code CHASER10 at checkout. That's C-H-A-S-E-R-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C. Not really because uh, it's a conversation starter, especially with, with girls. Out here especially. At a, right? at a point in time. Oh, my God. You're yeah, from Toronto. Girl, so you know Drake. Yeah, I see him all the time. When you <laughs> oh, ask. Yeah, I've only my, met him once. That's my dog. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my boy. We go back. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw my AG? Yeah, 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 yeah. My guy. <laughs> That's funny, nah. But yeah, I only met him once, and it was after OVO Fest this year mm. because one of one of his homies, who um, he's the host of E Talk in Canada, okay. T Rex. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm. Black guy with Probably. dreads. He be out here a lot, but yeah, he. So this is actually a funny story. I was I did not have tickets to OVO Fest this mm. year. And they changed the date because of whatever happened. Mm-hmm. I was in bed. Say it started at like 7. It was like 6.30. I was in bed. I saw T-Rex's story that he was there. And I was like, I just um, responded. I'm like, oh, that's lit. Wish I could have came. Like, yo, y'all have fun. Mm-hmm. Went, took a nap. Woke up at like 7.30. He messaged me. He's like, uh, pull up. I got you. Mm. I hopped out my bed just <laughs> Didn't even something. rinse off. I didn't rinse nothing. I <laughs> threw on clothes. I threw on like shorts and like a graphic tee. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Went downtown. Ended up meeting up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing the whole like, you know how people get people into places. Like you put on the the lanyard, you go in, you give it to <laughs> someone it else, up, they yeah. come back, and mm-hmm. they were doing one of those. Mm-hmm. I came in like through the back. I'm walking past Birdman, mm-hmm. Skilly Bang, all those people in the back in the hella expensive cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And it was like, this is enough. They didn't even rinse off. <laughs> they smelled you walking in. It's like, this fool just hopped about the bed, came over here. <laughs> so I go in, we're there, cool, boom, concert happens, everyone's there. And I'm not really, 
Yeah, I'm not from LA. I'm not around celebrities. So yeah. it's just weird to see like Odell's walking by, Lil Yachty, whatever. Yeah. After the concert, he's like, uh, T-Rex is like, yo, um, we're going to go to Drake's crib. I'm like, damn, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I hop in the car. But remember, I'm kind of cheesed mad. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, yes. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> I'm kind of mad because I'm like, damn, I didn't dress for going to Drake's crib. I dressed for going to the concert. Because, right, right, you know, right. I really could have put that shit on. Mm-hmm. But... I, I did, but I did it. But I'm like, all right, cool, boom. So we go, and this place, like, a lot of people go to Drake's house, but like, I'm just not one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just really interesting to see this giant mansion. Mm. And when we pulled up, there was literally probably like 300 people at the. You would think it was oh, like it was Coachella. Thing. Oh, yeah, like it was like 300 people outside oh, trying me. to a get whole, in a whole thing. <laughs> yes. It was literally, it was insane, bro. That was that was a wild night. And so that is, crazy. That is I, I'm surprised he would have that many people just in his crib like yeah, that. How big is your fucking house? Yeah, it's, no, it's huge. But the party was like in the the basketball court. It's oh, almost like a separate. So people thing. weren't really in his shit like that. Yeah, like you had to go. We went in, but that's because we were with like his people. Right, right, but right, you had right, to like right. go through a door to get to the actual house. Mm. It was just like the basketball court with a bunch of black curtains and like a bar with unlimited Henny and Casamigos and then just a bunch of BBLs. Like, that's, that's fun. <laughs> a bunch of BBLs, a little course. It was fun. Yeah. But yeah, I can't I can't do like the super late night thing. It was like 4.30. I'm like, bro, I gotta oh, go home. Oh, God. Well, hey, look, bro. Look, if you ever do move to L.A., uh, the beauty of it is uh, all the clubs and shit close at 2 a.m. out here. That's, that's, uh, and I'm conditioned to enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers from New York, they're like, y'all gotta be out the club by 2. You gotta close, last calls at 145. And then at like 3, 4 a.m., they be like, where the after party at? I'm like, bruh, I'm, can I, can we get some pancakes and go to sleep? <laughs> How much cocaine are y'all doing? Yeah, it's, it's so much. I feel like, yeah, even in my small time here, I can identify the people that are on cocaine. Mm. It's, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking everybody, it's man. It's pretty much everybody. You find, out, you find that out the hard way. Like, oh, okay, mom. You're just <laughs> doing fucking cocaine. Cool. Word. Wait, mom, why would you at Chris Brown's house <laughs> <Yeah>. again? <laughs> huh. Interesting. Because we were at a party. My homie Fly Ride threw a party a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And this dude... So my friends who are in the background, mm-hmm. they went outside to go smoke. And I don't <laughs> I don't smoke. So I was there chilling. And this dude that was standing beside me, he just came and like tried to get all philosophical. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was looking at me. He's like, yo. I, I didn't say a word to this guy ever the whole night. He's like, yo. The people where you from don't support you, bro. You should be way farther than 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 where you're at. And I can see through you, and I could tell that your biggest fear is being alone, and you're alone right now. Wow. And I'm looking at this guy like, bro, get out of my face. Bro. And, and but was he was he right? No, okay. it's not accurate. I was chilling. I love being alone. Yeah, same. It's yeah, not yeah, my yeah. biggest fear at all. I was setting up out of my business, holding my cup, and this man's trying to like. What are we on an ayahuasca trip? Like, why are you trying to do that? He might have been. <laughs> oh my god! He thought he was talking to a mirror, though. No? He was talking to himself. Ooh. And you could clear. He. That, I, I literally want to say, I was like, bro, these are you're projecting on. Yeah. This is you. That's why you're on cocaine. Yeah, look, uh, cocaine. cocaine is uh, it's rampant out here. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I always tell people, I I had no idea that cocaine was popping like that uh, until like a few years ago. Man, and it'll be, I was complaining to somebody, the cutest little, just little, you know, little model chick. And we're talking, and I was like, man, it's, I don't, I don't get it. You know, everybody's just like on cocaine out here. You know, I don't understand. She was like, 
because it's awesome. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh my bad. Oh, you're I, one of them. They, yeah, they like, I didn't know. You've been offered cocaine, Rick? Um, Offered? Yeah. No, I've had people try to buy it from me. <laughs> That's racist. And it's so, Black History Month. So fucking racist. <laughs> but never been offered cocaine. So I don't, I think I give off the dealer, I, not user. Mm. How about you? You ever been offered? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Never bought. Yeah, never no. attempted. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if I don't, I don't even smoke weed. Like, cocaine is kind of out of my drug range. I feel yeah. it. I feel it. Yeah, so, uh, so Rick don't drink at all. Um, I don't smoke. Uh, I just drink, right? Mm-hmm. Same. But I've definitely, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been offered, <laughs> oh. I've been offered cocaine maybe once or twice. But the first time, oh, it was such a shock to me because I was just chilling in a little VIP area w- with a couple like like rapper homies, and I just turned around and someone had it on his like thumb, and I was like, oh, and the other rapper <laughs> like on the I'm top of his thumb, like, like the no, fingerprint. He had it like this, and it was just like a little little tiny pile just right there. You need good balance to keep it. Yeah, I guess they're professionals, dog. Yeah, this is what he do. And he you was like, the, the, <laughs> yeah, he fucking leaned with it, rocked with it, and threw mm-hmm. it up. And, <laughs> and the other guy was like, do the bump. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, all right. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't like a drug where people are comfortable doing it off of other man's hands. <laughs> Yeah, like that's, that's that's weird enough for me right there. Yeah, that's snort crazy, this bro. off my thumb, dog. <laughs> weird. No, but speaking of the rapper homies at that party, mm. bro, I walked in and I was standing there when they went to the bathroom. Yo. And like I just smelled like an amazing fragrance mm. and aroma. Mm-hmm. And I looked to my right, like literally, this is my left, but I looked to my right mm-hmm. and Megan Good is standing right there. Oh. And I froze. I literally was like. <laughs> I was like this, and I was trying not to like be weird, but I was being weird because I was trying not to be weird. Like, yeah. no, said this normal to me, <laughs> bro. She looks amazing. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. She is a she's a good looking woman, and apparently she's not all super religious anymore. So she's having fun. She's shit. outside. <laughs> she's outside. Let me tell you that body that bodysuit she got on. Hey. Please, that is a religious woman. Can you not? It was white. <laughs> oh my god, for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Well then, well then, then you gotta be lusting at that yeah. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, amazing. Did you holler? I didn't say. I didn't even turn my whole head. Her what direction. Up, yeah. Did you get pictures of her doing cocaine instead of TMZ? <laughs> no, Damn. she wasn't doing any cocaine. I'll, I'll make sure that's not on her. On her name, she was not doing. Any I cocaine. watched her all night, <laughs> and she did not do. <laughs> One gram of what? What is the scale for? Is it grams? Oh, it's just a, a bump, a line. She did not do one, one granule. Yeah, not one bump, bump, bump. Oh, but cocaine. she probably did a gram that night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Aubrey, on the, on the <laughs> you get it? Oh, that's where I went to Insta. You went to Aubrey. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Wow. See levels. Mm. Um. So how did it go when you met Drake? How did that happen? I mean, I wouldn't really call it a meeting. <laughs> it was it was more so like a, it wasn't even a dap. I was standing there with T-Rex. He just looked at me. He was like, mm. and just went back to his conversation. That's it. So I wouldn't really call it a meeting. I'm not even going to be one of those people that lie. And I like, oh, yeah. Like, he was like, yo, yo, I see what you're doing. We got to work. Well, guess what? I shook his hand one time. How about that? I'm more Canadian than you. Was he looking at you when it happened? Yeah. <laughs> or was it like a courteous dap? Like he dapped five people no, and okay, you were the so six? I, I might be putting extras on this, but the one time I met Drake. <laughs> he walked by, I reached out. <laughs> and he said, fingertip swiped his hand. Yeah, I, I tried to kiss his pinky. <laughs> he slapped me away. <laughs> nah, I was uh, I was in Toronto for, um, why was I out there? 
some other shit, right? And he was out there. It was a big, uh, it was a battle rap thing going on. And he was like either sponsoring or he was part of it. But everybody was staying in the same hotel because it was just like a cheap hotel for all these events, right? So he's walking into the press conference for this rap battle. And I was walking out because I knew some of the battle rapper homies. And then we turned the corner and both did it like a, and I was like, oh. And he was like, hey, what's up? And I swear it was a, oh, I seen you before on the internet. What's up? <laughs> and we tapped it up and I kept it moving. Tim's a mind reader. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just so you know. Look, look, look. Drake fucks with my content and every girl I meet wants to fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment and expecting to be the center of attention only for the doctor to seem like they have better things to do and better places to be. Like this ain't their job. Do your job, pal. Do your job. Well, on ZocDoc, you can find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat Almost every condition under the sun. No more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and scheduled just right. So important. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. For most of us, learning a second language or third language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers, okay? Your boy took Spanish all the way to Spanish 3, and I, 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 I'm all right, okay? Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an actively fun and easy way to learn a new language, all right? Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world, okay? I'm trying to just keep going with my Spanish. You know, uh, it's very usable out here in California. I'm trying to teach the babies with Spanish. And Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts, okay? With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, Italian, French, and German. Oh, ha, 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 French. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel, all right? Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash nochaser. That's babbel.com slash nochaser for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel. Language for life. All right. Well, um, look, speaking of Drake, speaking of uh, Toronto slang, I learned a long time ago from the Toronto homies not to pronounce the second T yeah. because then they'll know you're, you're, not, from you're, you're not from there. Yeah. So you don't say Toronto. You say Toronto. Yeah. But I, I want people to know I'm not from there. Facts. I'm not trying to pretend to be from somewhere. That's true. Because that does like, help. Like, oh my God, are you foreign? Are you? <laughs> yep. <from> See, <laughs> it's so crazy, like hearing people do the Toronto accent. Because is that what we really sound like to you guys? Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> then also, you guys move like you guys don't have accents, and like the way that you guys sound to us. Now we know it sounds a way to y'all. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I mean, especially now when you grow up, you kind of know a little bit. You know, you you get a little more of a perception of how people hear it. You know, yeah. uh, like even she, my wife. Even she one day, she was like, oh, you definitely have, like, an L.A. accent. And yeah. I never knew that she felt that way until, like, 
It's like your your A's are O's. They'd be like, yeah, um, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to go park the core. Oh, park the core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to hit a little but bit of that's, that. We don't do that. Like, that's an accent, but we hear that from other L.A. people. And it's like, hey, this motherfucker L.A. <laughs> but I, I would never say core. Yeah, I don't say. I, I say. <laughs> so there's like levels to the accent. Car. You know, I, I say car. Yeah, car. I don't core it up too much. Car. There's yeah. levels to that. But with Toronto, it's like that too. Like the stereotypical Toronto yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. There's levels to the accent. There's like a very, very, very obnoxiously heavy accent yeah. that people don't actually talk like. Mm. It's more like a satire type of thing. Mm. And you could tell that the people who speak like that aren't really like from nowhere. Oh, like they're no putting one, on? Because mm. no one actually talks like that. But you know, you 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 have the little spice. You hear the accent. I yeah. feel it. Oh, you had a man them out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> one of my homegirls literally today, she was like, you guys pronounce the word so crazy. And I was like, what? Cauliflower? And apparently it's not cauliflower. It's cauliflower. Cauliflower. What? I, I wouldn't be bothered by either one of those. Cauliflower. Cauli- Apparently, cauli- me cauliflower. saying cauliflower. I mean, I say cauli- cauli- cauliflower. Cauliflower. I say cauliflower. But I've heard cauliflower. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. There's, well, there's shit. Let there. me ask you this, bro. Me and my wife get into this. Now, this is, mind you, this is fucking weird. What do you call, what do you call those things that people, like those stickers that people put on the back of cars and stuff? Bumper stickers? Not a bumper. Not a bumper sticker. Um, Like on the window. Yeah, like it's like you know you put it on it's like it's transparent, but you put it on, um, like for the shade. Nah, it's like spell a tint. Just, just spell it, spell it, spell it. Okay, D E C A L. Decal. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Cheetah. What? What does she? What does she say? It is. So this is so fucking weird, right? I say decal. Uh, I texted Trey and Jay uh, for y'all. I said, "How do y'all pronounce this shit?" They said, "Decal." My wife from Regina, Saskatchewan, says. Deckle. See, but that might be some a Regina ting. It's right? Regina tings, a hundred percent, dog. Because a thing about a thing that a lot of people don't know, especially about Toronto, about Canada, like, I like Toronto is very different from the whole rest of Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see how they probably do say that over in her ends, but like, but that's fucking weird. And I was, like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she was yeah, trying to text her homie. Weird. She texted Deckle? her homie like, "How do you say this?" And he was like, "Deckle." I'm like. So I was like, maybe it's a Canadian thing. Nah. And then so, oh, ting, excuse me. So then I texted Trey J and they was like, nah, decal. So I was like, okay, y'all just weird out there in fucking Saskatchewan. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it had me cheese, fam. Mm. Had me so cheese, right. fam. I don't, I don't know what they talk about like over there because I've never been over there. <laughs> Canada's one of those places where traveling, you don't really travel a lot throughout the country. Mm. Like that's not really a thing that we do. It's not like here where... I'd be so shocked and just envious of people where they're like, yeah, oh, we're going to um, Miami tomorrow. We're just going to drive. Then, yeah, we're going to go up to New York. Well, I mean, ain't nobody driving to Miami from well, here. Well, not from here. <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd be like on the East Coast yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like when you out here, it's a few staple cities that you hit. You know what I'm saying? It's you easier to LA, move around, too. Because you know? your plane tickets are super cheap. Yo, did you know it's crazy expensive to travel in Canada? Oh, my God. It's crazy, yeah. dog. Bro. Like, to, to go to, from like... On, go. <laughs> to go from Toronto to Vancouver, mm-hmm. like the East Coast or the West Coast, the cheapest ticket you'll probably ever find to Vancouver is like four or $500. That's the same as New York. Well, I was- Going to New York. Yeah. New York be like six, seven. New York be like five, six, yeah. The che- and that's like, I'm talking about like, they probably had a terrorist attack and the, <laughs> and the tickets are 50% off. But I'm talking about, look, in the past, in not even that too long ago, right? Like, 
when if Chia was trying to fly from like Regina to uh, Vancouver because we had to to do some immigration shit, bruh, it was like expensive. It was like a stack. I want to say like eight hundred to a G. Like very close cities, like from Toronto to Montreal, which is like a six hour drive. The ticket's probably like five hundred dollars on a plane. Yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy, bro. You can't. We don't have spirit, or you could get a ticket for thirty dollars. Like, don't that's fly crazy. spirit. We don't. Yeah, <laughs> we don't even use that shit. But, <laughs> but I would take that over the five hundred dollars. Yeah, no, that's, that's wild. Bro, like, it's crazy. We can that. That's the equivalent of going from us like, from here to Vegas. Yeah, here to mm-hmm. Vegas for five hundred. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I would never. That's crazy. You know how much bro. it is for a flight from here to Vegas? Like eight, like eighty. That's crazy, bro. That's <laughs> Jet Blue, you catch them for 45 bucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I was saying 80 nice. round trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 80 round trip? Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. That's like, right. Mike, my, my tank is more than that. <laughs> yeah, facts. That's crazy, bro. And that's why, like, it's kind of, Canada's pretty divided because we can't travel. It's not like, like, I don't, and also, I think it's because of the traveling and then the schooling system. Mm. Like, you know how here you have the whole colleges thing, NCAA, where it's like, You'll have homies from LA, but one homie's going to UCLA, but one homie's going to like Michigan, one homie's okay. going to NYU. Yeah. And if you're there, you're like, oh, I'm gonna hit my homie that lives here because he went. It's not like that. We don't really have, like leave to go to school. Really? Most of our universities are commuter schools. Why don't why don't y'all do that? I don't know. It's just not really a thing. Mm. Like it's not like we don't have the school pride camaraderie type thing. Maybe and all also, their schools are good. Oh, See, we do that because some of the schools suck. So you want to get into the best Or they got school. scholarships for some yeah, shit you don't do. Like certain, and also, well, that's the thing. One, athletics. I'm pretty sure you can't get a full scholarship. Right? You can only get like a partial scholarship for athletics. Like you can't get a full scholarship. Interesting. And most of the universities are in the city. Like a lot of y'all, you got have to like go out. So you kind of stay on campus because it's kind of far out. Depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not really in LA because UCLA is like right there. USC yeah, yeah, is right yeah. there. But like in other places like... I went to University of Kentucky, and that's far. Duke is far. UNC is far. Well, you went there out for the what? City. I just went to tag along because my friend was getting scouted. I'm like, bro, I, I need to come see this. <laughs> it was crazy. We were driving around on golf carts. They were waving at me like I was getting recruited. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. We were in the office with Coach Cal in mm. Kentucky, and mm. he bold-faced just lied to me. Like, I was probably like 15. He's like, man, work hard. <laughs> You'll be right here. With I was like, oh, my God. Like, Coach, I'm going to see you in a few years. <laughs> he didn't know man. you were Canadian. That's all. Yeah. Man. <laughs> No, he knew we were Canadian because the guy he was. Yeah. No, he didn't lie to you. Look at you. (laughs) I did it. I did it. When I look back, I feel like when you play sports, you want to go to the league so bad, Mm -hmm. and then when you're older, you look back on it, especially if you have other friends or people you know that went to the league. You look back and you're like, I was not doing (laughs) nearly enough. Wasn't gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) I was not doing nearly enough work, and I was not nearly enough producing on the court. So, what's your goal, bro? Like, what, what's, 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 uh, what are you trying to do? See, right now, I feel like my goals change a lot. Right now, I'm just focused on like I want to make bread, bro. Mm -hmm. Where wherever that comes from, whether it's content, whether it's songwriting, whether it's actual acting, TV, movies, whatever. Only I don't care. No, I'm not really an OnlyFans guy. <laughs> but I'm just trying to get in where I fit in, bro. Because I really started making videos because I wanted to do, like, TV and movies. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I didn't have an agent. Yeah. I didn't have a reel. I couldn't do nothing. My mom doesn't drive. Mm. And I lived with a single mom. So, like, I couldn't go to auditions. Mm. Like, it was kind of hard for me. So, yeah. I'm like, okay, let me go the internet route. But then eventually I got an agent. Mm-hmm. But then also... 
it, in Toronto, it's kind of tough because a lot of stuff is filmed out there, but it's not like a, you know, it's not Hollywood. It's not New York or something. So right. you're going on random auditions and my agent was sending me on auditions that I had no business being on mm. and I was killing it. But you know how it's like, if you don't fit the part, no matter how good you do, you're not going to get the part. Like, why am I auditioning for a commercial about consolidating debt when I'm 19 years old? No, I feel it. That's not going to work. And they're looking at me like, wow, like, did you have this script before? I'm like, nah, I just read this under the Uber (laughs) over here. But no matter how good I do, I'm not going to get the part because this part is clearly for an older adult that has to appeal to adults. Man, look, one time, bro, I I feel that struggle because, you know, they be sending me out for all types of shit, right? And one time, my agent had me audition for a fucking a role of like a dad of a teenage girl and i'm like look i get it i've been doing I dad like a teenage shit. boy yeah i'm like but like i mean like yeah i might have a couple of grays popping off here and there but i i know i don't look like no middle-aged like a uh, uh, a teenage girl dad right so i fucking i was like but fuck it you know who you never know right yeah. For the audition, I fucking put on a cardigan sweater and shit, put glasses on. <laughs> like, let me try and look old a little like a bit. Math Did teacher. Bill Cosby impersonation. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> That's funny. But speaking of that, it's how you guys know I'm a OG supporter. Yes, sir. I'm gonna ask you a question that only OG supporters ask. Oh wow. When's high school sucks the musical <gasps> coming out? <laughs> get out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you look, guys, you guys sold us a dream. I know, and it hey, never man. came out. Bro. Listen, we were sold the same dream. <laughs> look, if we want to talk about the industry and how shit's not what you think it is, right? Then High School Sucks the Musical is a perfect example. We, we've addressed this before, uh, but like, just long story short, um, we got a whole ass movie deal to do that shit, right? Like, but we were dumb, signed a really like small deal. Like, people used to look at that movie deal we got, and they were like. Yo, I spent this much on my fucking on the catering for my movie, you know. So we, uh, we didn't have enough money to finish it. We wanted more money. The company that sold it was like, or that owned it was like, we're not gonna give y'all more money. So it just kind of fucking got like, just kind of just phased off, right? And then another company bought the rights to it, and they currently like, cause we finished the movie. The movie's done. Like it is like completed. But this company that currently has it just has it chilling on a shelf and that's just and that's just what happens sometimes you so know what you, I'm saying did you guys like get a copy of it or like so my boy you know PD flow who yeah. edited the whole thing he he has it so right? like you guys could watch it if you wanted to we, no, we've, seen we've, seen we've seen it we've seen it it's, it's solid people have seen it we've screened it yeah we've done it's little crazy. private screenings and um and it's funny it's definitely old I mean we shot the shit 10 years ago you yeah. feel me it's a little like shit we watch now it's like mm, it's kind of cringy yeah I'm going on record saying I'm against it coming out. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys are going to have iPhone nah, 3GSs in yeah, the it, movie. It's, it's, just, it's very dated, right? Yo. Oh, yeah. And like, like you said, it's a little cringy. We were young as shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it still looks cool. And we all still fairly look the same. Yeah. So people can see it and be like, that's these niggas right now. <laughs> and they suck. <laughs> And I don't like that. <laughs> I um I've so I've been not gonna lie, I sent a DM to one of the heads of the company that owns it. And I was like, hey bro, what's it gonna take to get this musical off your hands? You know what I'm saying? Let me suck yo nah. Uh, <laughs> he said, let me. How are you gonna go straight to, straight not, to let me not, suck? I will if I, will I have to. Like, said, not me. even <laughs> I will pay. Like you have bread. Like yeah, I'll pay for it. No, like, there's that. Gotta suck. see what's good with the movie. Also, uh, <laughs> 
Nah, but I was like, yo, bro, what's it going to take for me to get this movie, right? And he was like, let me talk to my peoples, whatever, whatever. And and, and for me, if I get it, right, somehow, um, not from sucking dick, uh, <laughs> then I, I want to chop it up and and put it out as like more like a web series and be like, yo, we did this shit 10 years ago. Here it is, right? Um, but it's kind of just kind of like in the ether right now, floating around. So we'll see, man. But yeah. I appreciate you fucking with us for so long. Yeah, man. For what I'm telling you guys, I like, I'm like an OG supporter. Like, oh, I was probably like 15 years old when I started. Age, How old are you now? <laughs> I'm 27. Oh, God damn. Yeah, it's been a minute, right? It's been a minute, bro. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Super minute. Like, the, and the, it's crazy the gas, that... The Gas Money remix with, with Daystorm and Deshaun Ra and all them. Yeah, I mean, I still... That shit still goes hard. I, you know, I had the hardest verse on that shit. Word. So, uh, the track with... um. <laughs> Magnetic with Tori Kelly, that's oh, a banger. Stop to this day, me, bro. Stop that's, me up. Stop to this me up. day, fam. <laughs> when Rick was posting blurry videos on World Star, <laughs> all of those, bro. I ain't post that shit. They was blurry because World Star ripped them. <laughs> they ripped them wrong. <laughs> it's crazy that you said you was watching since you were 17. It's crazy that I was 15 when you were watching. That's crazy, dog. Like, that's <laughs> you wild, younger right? than me. Right? Yeah, that's wild, crazy, bro. right? <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. Mm. Like, do you do, do y'all ever get mad? Because whenever, you know, Someone post some shit about Toronto slang. It be motherfuckers from London that are like, they took our slang. <laughs> yeah, that it's happens a all whole the time. debate. How you London feel about that? Like, bro, yo, you lot just stole our thing, fam. Like, you lot just, <laughs> yo, raw, you man are copying us. And it's like, I'm like, bro, like, I, I just don't understand how, what I realized just in life is the common sense is not common. Oh, all day. Because I just feel like there's certain things where, like, if you just sat and thought for, like, 30 seconds, right. you could kind of come to a reasonable conclusion. Right. To why things are things. Yeah. So let me tell you why that's not accurate. Because Tell us. I know. But tell them. Especially if you are Caribbean, <laughs> specifically Jamaican. Mm -hmm. If you are Jamaican, I can almost guarantee you that if you are a Jamaican person, you have family in Toronto, New York, Miami, and London. Mm-hmm. All four or one or two or three to four. Mm -hmm. The Caribbean influence is kind of what dictated the the culture in right. London. And that's what happened in Toronto. And it's kind of like that in New York. And it's kind of like that in Miami. So it's like, of course, we're kind of going to sound the same because our influences are from the same people. Everybody yeah. stole from Jamaica. Yeah. Realist no, basically, <laughs> realistically, Jamaica kind of started everything. Even right, hip hop, right. it was because of Jamaica. Mm, DJ Cool Herc. <laughs> Jamaica Queens. <laughs> no, but DJ, no, but DJ Cool Herc yeah, is know, Jamaican. Right, so right. technically... So, like, I don't, I just feel like it's kind of ignorant to say that. Yeah. And it's, like, everywhere has their own little way of saying certain things. Yeah. But saying that someone stole something from something else, it doesn't make sense. It's when so we, funny. because we all stole it from somewhere else. I, I've, like, <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like, why do, why do I even have, like, fucking stock in this shit? But, like, I got so many Toronto homies that... You know, I'll say some fucking when I'm vlogging from Toronto or whatever, because I'll be out there um, and I'll say some like, oh, yeah, 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 let me practice my Toronto slang. It's always someone from London talking about, oh, they ripped it off from us. And I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> I'll be like, actually, let me tell you this. <laughs> exactly. I've had people tell me, yeah, you guys probably want because my argument was, yo, there's no way we could have stole anything from you guys because before the internet was really like super, super popping. We were talking like this and they mm -hmm. were like, oh, you lot probably watched like our old rap DVDs of the man them <laughs> back in. I'm like, bro, how would we even get that? <laughs> how, you guys are a six hour flight away. How would we get your 
version of Smack DVD in Toronto to watch it. Damn, London's only a six-hour flight from Toronto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. It's 12 hours for us. That's, that's crazy. Well, I mean, LA is like five and a half hours from Toronto. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't that's even... crazy, wow. bro. That flight, I I never look forward to that flight because I can't, me personally, I can't sleep on planes. No? I oh, can't sleep at all. Yeah. I need an aisle seat and I just, I can't sleep. I get too anxious and nervous. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah. Well, here, let me, let me give you a tip, dog, for that. Because uh, I, I no not drugs. Because I was gonna say first of all, I can sleep on planes because I'm little, so I can squeeze into a little coach seat, and be knocked the fuck out, right? But as far as being afraid of dying, I look at it like this: <laughs> if I die on a plane, I'm gonna die anyway. So why worry about it? You feel me? Because if the plane crashes, ain't nothing I can do about that shit. So that's why I just go to fuck to sleep. At the very least, if I go to sleep and we all die, I'm gonna be sleep. But I don't but I don't think you're gonna sleep through the screams of two hundred people while the plane is going down at four hundred miles an hour. I'd say I'm never more calm on a plane than when there's crazy turbulence. turbulence. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, this is it. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, you, Everybody else is, you gotta accept yeah, that shit, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I can't do it. And you know what's crazy? I feel like PTSD is a real thing. Yeah. Deferred PTSD is a real thing. Because something doesn't even have to happen to you. Okay, I was about to say, from the last time you was in a plane crash? <laughs> no, because I feel like, well, this is just my mom's story, so I don't yeah. know if it's true. Apparently, I wanted to be a pilot when I was a child. Mm. And then 9-11 happened. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, no, never. I'm never, no, it's not happening no more. So I think I have deferred PTSD from 9-11, watching it on TV when I was like, Cause that was what two thousand one. I was yeah. like five years old. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Nah, this plane thing is is over, bro. Uh, it's out." Well, here's another thing that helps me too, right? This is why you got to have just fucking blind faith in yourself and like delusion, right? Because it's great. It's what gets. It's what keeps me going, right? So whenever I get on planes and people be like worried about it, I'm like, I know I'm not gonna die because. I still got to be super famous. <laughs> so I know I got so much more shit I'm about to pop off at. I know I'm not about to die. Bro, he literally used to tell that to people that were like fucking nervous. I think the first time we went to the UK, um, two girls that was with us were like fucking sweating. Like, Look, you on the same plane as me and I know I'm not gonna die I got shit to do so if I'm not gonna die you're not gonna die and I believe that wholeheartedly and look at us we still alive hey look I didn't say shit I was like hopefully this is helping y'all cause I got nothing for you I'm just gonna fuck it but was I right or was I right hey we we did not That's true. Y'all be on hella planes. Bro. Yeah. I mean, not so much anymore because of the fucking baby. Ugh, Congratulations on the family, man. bro. Thank you, dog. Look, I remember you... when you were in the streets. I was watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was watching all the tours. Yeah. If you Asian... really... What was... Can I ask you about that? Sure. How was that a... the, like, <laughs> the wave? No, I'm not about to draw you out. No, nah, no, nah, do it. I just wanted to, like, the wave of Asian YouTubers when it was, like, it was like 2010, like yeah. around that time when you guys were like killing shit. You guys Same were time. like the McDonald's All-Americans of YouTube. Yeah. And it was like all of y'all. So it, how was, why, how did that happen? It was, uh, I mean, look, like, yes. And when did it stop? Like you said, it was fully lit, right? 
like 2009, 2010, I would say was the height of that shit, when, especially in terms of touring, because, you know, all the Asian comedian musicians comedian and musicians and then me comedian slash musicians were getting booked for like all these shows right and we were fucking traveling the world doing that shit you good (laughs) and uh, it was a time bro and luckily for me I was openly single at that time so it was like I could literally just tweet like yo what a hoes at was good and uh, it was fun right but it just kind of all kind of led up to that point like we were you know I feel like there was a whole audience of Asian kids who were hyped to see us doing our thing. Uh-huh. And there were no like Asian, like Asian organizations basically had to pop up because we were popping online to put on shows and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, there were college organizations, but there were like specific, a lot of club promoters who were booking shit. And it was like almost perfect because we had these followings so they could bring us out. And, um, and but we knew, me and Ricky just talk about all the time. Like, yo, it's going to get to a point where we're not going to get booked just off of this Asian hype anymore. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I didn't say that. Well, yeah, I, well, I was telling him. I was like, hey, dog, you know, low key, a lot of us, this is like an Asian wave right now. And I knew it wasn't going to last forever. Imagine me just hating. You know that Asian shit ain't going to last. <laughs> you know it ain't going to last, right? Shoot. It's going to come back to black. <laughs> it's going to fade to black. Fade to black. That's great. Um, and you know what eventually so I you know it just you know it it, it, the shit don't last forever for a lot of people it's crazy you know I see you know here's what's wild about doing this shit for so long is that like it's a lot of those people that I was doing those those world tours with and you see them eventually like be like I gotta get a real job you know what I'm saying I gotta I gotta like all right um I did my thing I accomplished as much of my dream that I could and now it's time to all right, I got to settle down and get a real ass nine to five, you know? And that's just what happens sometimes. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm like spoiled or have just blind delusion. I feel like once I quit my last real job, mm-hmm. I'm never getting a real job ever again in I my life. I feel it. Like, I, 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 I don't think any of them want it to. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was being nice. Right <laughs> but still, like, even if, I don't know, bro, I just, I can't go backwards. I, I, I got to figure something out. Yeah. I have that just type of blind delusion like, and faith in myself that Good. Like, it's going to work. I mean, that's just determination. And yeah. that, that's where y'all are lucky. I say the people who came after that wave. Mm. Because what kind of happened, I, I was there, but I never really relied on that shit because I wasn't doing, I wasn't making music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If I was there, I was either hype man him or just hosting the shit. So I never counted on that being forever. But, I saw what was happening to a lot of people. It was big. And it made them feel like, okay, I'm here. I made it. And they stopped working. Mm. It was like, I'm Got just going to yeah, yeah. put this little shit out. I'm not going to rewrite no verses. <laughs> Give me 30 minutes. I'll make a verse. We'll put the video out. Everyone's going to love it. I'm going to keep making this money. But Young younger people saw it and was like, oh, shit, this is what I want to do and attacked it more like a job. Mm. So now these younger people who came up watching y'all are the competition and they are outworking you motherfuckers. Yeah. So now when people are booking these shows, it's like, OK, I can go with the OGs who haven't put nothing out in a while or these new kids who got albums and shit Word. and more, more followers and all that shit. Yeah. So 
I feel like that generation after got to see it and y'all just kind of grind harder. Oh, like, yeah. Than that's that's kind of really did. what it was. And it's crazy because I'm still young, but there's even a generation after oh, yeah. me yeah, who took from us. But even from me, like, I used to literally, I'm very analytical. Like, I used to study everybody. I would nerd out. And especially in Toronto, there wasn't a lot of people on the whole, like, social media thing. Like, it was very, it was like, Marlon, like that dude McFly, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. for y'all, Latoya Forever, mm-hmm. like Lath, Femi, mm-hmm. Shan Booty, like it, it was like a handful of people, mm-hmm. right? So there wasn't a lot to look at, but I was studying people. I would literally like make spreadsheets of Word? people with like views Nerd. and like the days they posted <laughs> stuff and like the topics. I'd be like, okay, if I do this and this and then do this, this day and yeah. this day and this day. Bro, I used to drop like, three videos a day mm-hmm. yeah. just trying to like and if i got like a hundred views i'd be amped bro I'd, it would be so crazy bro. i mean it's that's like, good that's a good way to go about it man i feel yeah. like the people the people that popped off that can really turn it into something are the ones that look at it like a job you it feel was me crazy because when people are like yo how does it feel to be living your dream whenever whenever they ask me that i always tell them like yo i never looked at it like a dream i looked at this shit like it was something real that i could do you yeah. know like i look at my homegirl that became a doctor you know when she looked at that shit she put in like 10 years of like med school you gotta map it out i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do that that's how i looked at this shit right yeah. i'm like i know there's this that i want to get to so i'm gonna so i gotta do this this gotta, this this is not leading up to it right facts bro it, i used to and People, OG people on YouTube would remember this. I used to go on like everyone's videos, your guys' videos, go to everyone who comments profile. Mm-hmm. And this is when you could send like direct messages to people's YouTube accounts, mm-hmm. like the, the personal messages. I used to look at everyone who commented on y'all's videos and direct message them my videos. <laughs> I probably sent like a hundred thousand messages over my lifetime. I probably got like 800 subscribers out of the 100,000 messages, right. bro. It used to be, it was a super grind. And then now I think the kids, it's crazy that I'm saying kids. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, but they're kids, bro. Kids mm-hmm. are popping off at 14 years old. Yeah. The kids now, because they kind of see that it's a real thing, like mm-hmm. a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. You guys are the first wave. And I think even my age of people, it was still kind of in the situation where it was like, people didn't really see it as a real job mm-hmm. or like if you told your parents yeah I want to make videos online they're like bro what are you talking about go yeah. become a doctor right like the kids now it's like being a YouTuber or being an influencer or something is a real thing and mm-hmm. there's real like backing behind it mm-hmm. so they're going even crazier even faster and then with stuff like TikTok mm-hmm. they're blowing up even crazier even faster and it's a good and a bad thing because I just feel like now some people they're not really doing it for the love of the art. They're right. just trying to hit a lick and mm-hmm. be like, okay, if I could go viral and I could become an influencer, I'll, I'll just make hella bread and mm-hmm. get this brand deal and that brand deal. And I remember when there was no brand deals. It was just, you <laughs> yeah, either bro. get like yeah. AdSense and, and that's yeah. it. If you got yeah. a brand deal, you have to have like a million subscribers. But <laughs> no, it was crazy, There was bro. no AdSense before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It Back was in literally my day. just for the love. Just yeah. for the love of the game. No money, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I mean, that's definitely a thing. And I talk to a lot of people like that, mostly girls. They hit me like, hey, I want to start <laughs> making content, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you don't pay attention to me do you <laughs> i haven't done that shit in like five years yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about i can't you help you doing that uh a lot of reasons 
contractual shit. I didn't like what was going on with a contract I signed. Um, and I just didn't like the people. <laughs> but yeah, these girls are asking me for help doing this shit. And I'm like, I don't even do it anymore. Here's you what, remember me from years ago and think you about to finesse some shit. Here's what kills me too. The people in the same lane that be like, so I want to I wanna like do YouTube. What should I do? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, what? The, that's the second thing they say. <laughs> Which I don't I don't know what I should do. I was like, well, because now it's kind of like a template. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want to do YouTube, um, smash her pass face to face. I told her to get in the backseat mm-hmm. prank. Yeah. Um <laughs> walking in on my girl with another guy prank. You be doing fake you don't be doing the fake pranks, dog? Bro, I, <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I will never do it and I will never participate in it. Like, yeah. Do you know how many smash or pass face-to-face videos I've been asked to be in? And I just, I refuse. I can't do it, bro. What kills me about the fake pranks is all the comments of people like, Oh, man, why you, oh, damn, you really got her. I'm like, come like, on, dog. But it doesn't, because this is why I'm saying common sense is not common. Because we were watching something <laughs> a couple of days ago. And I'm like, bro, there's no way he walked into this hotel room and didn't see this camera right on the table <laughs> in front of him. Yeah. And then your friend left you in the room with the girl that you invited and said, yeah, I'm going to go get some food. And he left and just never came back. And you never inquired about where he went. Like, it was crazy. The fake pranks are so common now that you will see people in the comments defending it. Like, I mean, who cares if it's fake? Like, it's all for entertainment. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, that's different. See, I feel like there's a difference between, like, fake pranks. I feel like pranks are based off the fact that it should be real. Like, I mean, it's about natural so. reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I understand, like, the... F- not even necessarily fake, but, like, the narrative-driven videos, like, vlogs. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain people, like, like DDG, Deshae, wherever, where it's, like, it's their real life, but you could tell they were, like, yo, this let's would be funny this. if yeah. we do mm-hmm. this and, like, let's make this a bit yeah, 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 within yeah. the vlog. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of, like, it's just entertainment and you're just, like, gassing whatever situation you got into, but... The fake pranks or like mm-hmm. the gold digger prank uh. where you walked up on this girl, but somehow her audio is crazy uh-huh. <laughs> when you're the only one that's supposed to have a mic on. Mm-hmm. Like, I come on, bro. Well, I guess you don't want to pop off then because uh... that's the but that's the thing, especially <laughs> with YouTube. And I feel like YouTube is the one platform that I just, I haven't cracked yet. Mm. Because I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a formula. I get it. Like, there's literally a formula. You could probably make, like, these 20 videos and get, like, 100K subscribers. But, like, I don't want to do that. Same. Yeah. Because I, like, I genuinely enjoy the art. And also, I want to be respected in the field by the people that yeah. I respect as well, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's not hard. Like, it's not hard to get a million views. I could run outside of my underwear and go roll around in the mud and get a million views. But it's probably. not, like... Like, Only that's fans. not what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, I could be doing a helicopter with my dick on OnlyFans. <laughs> Come on, I'm not doing that. Helicopter prank. Helicopter dick prank. <laughs> helicopter <laughs> dick prank. <laughs> Gone wrong. <laughs> Gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man. Uh, all right, for everybody that wants to check you out, man, where can they find you? You can find me on everything. I, I am Trezor. I am T-R-E-S-O-R. Well, hey, man. Sersky. Thanks for pulling up, dog. No problem, bro. Shout out to the Mandem over yes, here. Sir. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Mandem. For me. I appreciate here. you, man. I'm glad we can make it happen, you yes, know? Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, thank you for showing love through all these years. And, you know, I, you know, I, um, and hey, check out his content. It's dope. Definitely. Um, have fun out here in L.A. Be safe. Thank you. If anyone wants to let me um, stay in their house for like a month in L.A., just let me know. And I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll make sure nothing bad happens to it. But I just want to <laughs> get out the cold. <laughs> 
bang. All right, y'all. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Thank you for watching another episode of No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim, Ch- I'm Tim Chantarangsu. I'm Ricky Shucks. And, and I'm, I'm Nikki Blaze. Bye. <laughs>